All right. I am here. This is like take three. I'm here today with Melissa Heeman of Harbor Mill Design and Jen McEwen. Yeah. Got it. Of the Feathered Nest. I struggled with that. Who both as a team, as a duo, just launched Linen and Lore. Yes. How yeah. is all of that going? Because how? What, what are we at right now? How long? Has it been a month yet? It's been a month. Just over. Yeah. Just wow. over. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I can't. It feels like half a year. (laughs) That's so exciting. So I would love for you guys both to tell me a little bit about your backstories and how you met. Um, And then do not let me forget to tell you the fun story about some of the stuff that I bought from your store. And when I shared it in my stories, um, a cool story. Don't let me forget to tell you this because it's pretty fun. So, okay. Who wants to go first? Melissa does. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tell us your backstory. How did you get here? All right. Long story. We'll try and make it quick. Um, We only got an hour. All right. We got as long as we want, really. Probably three years ago, I started a blog. Um, I did design work at my own house, decorating, and I would travel around from town to town finding unique shops. unique pieces and little decor shops and stuff. So I did a blog where in each town I'd recommend where to shop at, where to eat. Um, and it was a pretty big hit. And, uh, from that, I actually, um, got my first design job just kind of fell into my lap. It was a really big job and probably my biggest one to date so far still. Oh, wow. Your first job is your biggest one to date so far. Yeah. That's so yeah. amazing. Great opportunity. Um, I got connected with a contractor that I still use and refers me now. So that's, that was an awesome uh, relationship that got started. And anyway, so yeah, I started then thinking, okay, this is a business. I can do this. So I launched the business two years ago now and I'm self-taught. I went to school for art. That's my background, art history and visual arts. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. Just teaching myself the business side and the design side and um, meeting amazing people along the way. That's fun. Um, what, what were you doing before this? I worked corporate for a little bit, um, actually. And before that, I was hospitality. So I worked at a five-star inn and some restaurants and stuff. So the experience side of things, um, the service and sort of the... Uh, hospitality level, um, I think is what is a big component in my design business and what I bring to now our new business. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a background. Okay. And you? Yes. So, then. yes. So for me, I guess I've just always been interested in design, obviously. I mean, since I was little rearranging furniture in your bedroom type thing. So just sort of gradually organically led to that direction. Um, I've worked a few different jobs within the industry. So I've worked for a couple different designer decorators in the area. Um, Also worked for a high-end furniture store and also for a construction company in the area as well. So I found just all those different um, work placements really did help me to kind of mold to where I am right now because there's just so much information you can take from every place. So I think it just kind of has helped me to become a well-rounded designer, um, just learning about quite a few different avenues of uh, design and decorating. Um, And then about two years ago, I started off on my own um, with the feathered nest. So I do interior decor. Um, I do like to focus more on the final design styling of a space. Um, 
to really making a house a home, bringing in that personality um, that the client is looking for. And um, it's just been kind of an interesting ride too, because I also love dealing with antiques and primitive um, decor as well. So again, that's been a love I've had for as long as I can remember as well. So I just opened up a uh, booth at the St. Jacob's Antique Market. Um, and that was in the end of August. So that's been a relatively new um, business I've been uh, working on as well. So that's just Busy. been uh, another sort of uh, piece of the puzzle for sure. So tell me, okay, the St. Jacob's um, what market? Antique Market. Is it like an all year round thing? It is. So it's open okay. seven days a week. And um, basically it has, it's an indoor market. So they, you have your booth set up. There's quite a few different vendors there and people can just walk through, take their items they want up to the front. And, um, they have people there that help with the purchasing. So basically well, so you have to that be it, there. That it and you're gone. It's perfect. Yeah. That was a big selling point for that market just because, you know, I'm so busy with other things too, but I had collected all of these antiques over the span of like, you know, a couple decades, I guess, really. So I needed to start selling it and just, it's just another avenue for me to be creative as well in a different way. So oh, my booth is definitely a curated look, um, kind of monochromatic, just like a really sort of kind of, um, I would say dark vibe, but it's got a definite, <laughs> a definite curated look to it. Um, so I'm just loving that as well. I, that's what I actually really love about having our own business is like, I, I was, I've been working with like a coach and stuff and talking about, you know, I was talking about hiring a designer and, you know, wondering like, am I okay with letting go of the design work? But it like, I actually find almost everything I do for my business creative, even if it's like creating a spreadsheet for like my processes or whatever, like I love all of it. Like, I just love being able to like create something from nothing. Yeah. And it just really fuels it. Right. Like, and, and being able to just do whatever you want on your terms, as opposed to like, what were you doing before Jen? So I worked for my last uh, job placement that I had was for a construction company. So uh -huh. in that role, I was doing um, sort of selections coordination for clients. So, okay. um, and then it ended up being more of um, working on the design plans through Revit. So for me, that was a lot of sitting and doing that type of work, which is not what it, where I thrive. So for me, I have to be up and doing the, the actual work, doing the design, doing the decorating. So um, I've been able to do that now. So it's great. Uh, I feel like there's a child running me. Okay, you're coming through the room. <laughs> it's okay. It's not an earthquake. We just have children running. <laughs> um, what was I going to ask you? Um, when you said, Jen, when you said yeah. that you like to do like the finishing touches stuff, yeah. I can't, I, um, does that mean de furnishing and decor or just the decor? Yeah. Furnishing uh, and decor. Furnishings and yeah. decor. Yeah. Me too. That's, that's where I thrive as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So how... You guys launched Linen and Lore like just over a month ago. How do you guys meet and how does this, tell everybody how this kind of, how this germinated into this like now come to life store, online store? Mm -hmm. Sure. So um, probably, well, before I officially launched my business, um, I found Val from Orange Tree Interiors on Instagram. 
who's been uh-huh. on the pod. She's been on the pod. Yes, human. Yeah, she's amazing. She's awesome. Um, so she was a great resource for me getting started with my business. And um, through that, we met a couple other local designers that were just kind of in the same um, time frame of starting their business and stuff. So um, January, February of um, two years ago now, 2018, 2019, yeah, 20, whatever year. I'm not gonna do this. We started meeting up. There was four of us at the beginning. So once a month we'd meet for wine um, in the evening and just kind of chat about business. You know, when you're on your own, you're doing everything, you're problem solving, you're dealing with technical issues. So it's just nice to bounce off questions um, and ideas with other people. And we were all really open with um, with our information and just kind of holding each other accountable and yep. stuff as well. So Jen came in, I think on the second, second meeting, meeting yep. she got invited in. And so that's where we met. And mm-hmm. uh, from there, we realized we both had a passion for art mm-hmm. um, and and. So then we started going to some art gallery events and stuff together last year and yep. obviously before COVID um, and then just kind of stayed connected. And we always both talked about some sort of storefront or bringing uh, local artists work more to the forefront of design and um, making the community a little bit more aware of the items that they make and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah, then this building came up and Jen went to go, she talked about going to look at it. And it was a building that she had personal connections to. And I had personal connections to the building next door. So it just seemed like something we needed to go and do and look at. And then we're like, does this mean we're starting a business <laughs> together? Like we had no plan. Yeah. We just wanted to go see the space. <laughs> and um, actually hilarious, um, full circle moment. Just before this call, we had a call with the lady who ended up renting that space. And um, we are going to be setting up a pop-up shop there next week. Oh, weekend. my God. It's crazy how it's, things have just... How did that yeah. get connected? How did that get happen, that call? She mm-hmm. does events and stuff. So, obviously, COVID has been impacting her business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, we talked about a pop-up shop with um, getting people to actually see our products in person. Some of them are kind of hard to sell online. The pillows, the art, um, the candle scents and stuff. So... We've been talking about doing a pop-up shop. It didn't look like it was going to happen mm-hmm. with, you know, our region's been kind of between red and gray. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks like we've got another week um, that we're free to <laughs> <Totally>. shop. <Yep. laughs> so I just reached out to her in the email. I figured it wasn't going to hurt. I said, you know, I think we can support each other. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you're booking events right now, but if this is an idea you're open to, we would love to to see if we can make that work. So she's totally on board. Mm-hmm. She had a wedding cancel actually for next Saturday just today so the stars have aligned (laughs) as they do right yep absolutely oh my god I feel like that's a great connection yeah (laughs) that's a good connection that's so amazing so yeah I um I would I purchased like I I to the people listening um I got to part you guys were so I was I got an email I think it was Melissa you emailed me um about you know your your opening event and like the virtual event you're having and and just for the listeners like if you're not from like the GTA then this is going to mean nothing to you but it's in you guys are in Kitchener right that's correct so um so both these ladies live in Kitchener and she was like we'd like like to drop off like a package or whatever and I 
was like, oh my God, I was so excited. Cause you just get so excited anytime anybody like thinks you're like worth giving a package to. You're just like, sweet. Um, and then, and it was funny cause Dave got the package while I was like at a client meeting or something. And he was like, I, I told him, I'm like, please pay attention to the door because we need to make sure that package comes in. Yeah. So um, he, he got it. He texted me. He's like, I don't know what it is, but it looks really pretty. And yeah. then, uh, I came home to it. It was so cute. Um, and so yeah, I got the package and then I attended the event and then I bought, I bought stuff on the day that you opened and then you guys yeah. sent it over. So I did like a, like I opened the box on Instagram and it was the little, there was a little gold, um, box, right? The one that had the perforated holes on it, you know? Yep. Yes. And I had this, she's actually a designer also who attended one of my live real talk design event. I'm, I'm, pretty sure that's what she's uh, so she follows me and she I should I should actually I'm gonna go find it so um <laughs> she dms me and okay hold on this is I'm gonna cut this out because this is not riveting content at all and it's gonna I should you know what like I never plan and I really should think okay it, it's been a minute since I've been on Instagram and now I don't know where to go find my messages where the hell are my messages are I know it's all changing work, guys okay here it is okay uh, always changing I feel like old age is kicking in because I've started having to move my phone back further away from my face in order to see what the hell <laughs> is going on. Okay. Okay. Um, here, here's what happens. Okay. Wait for it. Okay. So it's this pat is this one here? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So she says, I, I like post it and she goes, um, my grandma had a box just like this, but bigger. I have to have one. I said, maybe they have more. I checked and they don't. If you ever want to sell it to a client, let me know and I'll buy it. And then I said, is it the one you come? Okay. Blah, blah. I said, well, I'll totally sell it to you. I'd be happy to if it's meaningful. And then she said, and then I said, I'll double check what price it was. Okay. That's not important information. And she's like, oh my God. And then she said, I can't believe you have this. My grandma used to have it back at home in Iran. And when mm-hmm. she passed away, my other aunt took the box. I put, I remember this box because she used to put candy in it. Mm. And then I said, oh, <laughs> and then she said, my dad will freak out if he know I found one here in Canada mm. and then whatever. So then we like, you know, figured out, she's like, okay, I'll pick it up. Cause she lives like in the beaches, not far from me. And so she arranged to pick it up and then she, um, I'm going to scroll to, um, where she actually picked it up. Okay. Whatever. And then, um, yeah, she, and then I said, oh, okay. Cause she picked it up, um, outside, like Dave was out front. I was in the back and I said, I said, yes. Was it what you expected? She expected. And she said, yes. Same thing is still blowing my mind. Oh, he was like, so- oh, and I was just like, oh my God, I was yeah. so happy to be able to like, like a, I mean, I was probably just going to use it in a client project to someone yeah, wouldn't sure. have found as much meaning to it, yeah, right? Yeah. Or it would have been on my shelf. So I was like, I have to make sure I tell these ladies that story because I just loved yeah. it so freaking much. And she's just so happy about it. So that was really cool. But, um, okay. So tell me a little bit, um, Melissa, I'm going to start, I'm going to chat a little bit with you. Like, what, what is it like your first two years in your design business been like so far? Like what's that experience? Like what's been, what's been the highs and the lows kind of thing? Oh, well, <laughs> it's been a lot. Like you're teaching yourself everything mm-hmm. from how to create processes to how to market yourself, how to, I made my first website um, and actually it's just being remade now. So I'm going to be launching a new one that I didn't make. <laughs> 
next week. So that's for you. Yeah. like a good moment for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're just figuring everything out on your own. So it's and sorry, lot. I'm going to stop you for a sec. Is it who's who's making the website? Feather in line. Okay, I was like, maybe um, we should give them a shout out so that totally, yeah, they're incredible. Um, actually, I met her at um, uh, the Atelier event. Yeah, uh, that's how I first got to know her at the very first one. So that was really cool. Okay, and she's incredible. She's been an incredible support to me since. Um, just kind of instagram buds and stuff so anyways yeah so it's just it's it's the learning curve it's kind of figuring out i'm at the point where i know the type of work i want to do the clients i want to take on um you can pick out those clients that i you know that are not going to be the best fit for you and just choose to pass the job along and uh and and hold your time and your energy for jobs that are going to be fulfilling uh that you're going to be the right fit for so I feel like my process is really in depth at the beginning. I really like to get to know clients and their needs and their struggles and their style. So I really dive deep early on in our process. Um, so learning, you know, who those ideal clients are throughout the years and, uh, and knowing, you know, how it's, how it's going to be a good fit. And like for you, what, what, how do you identify what an ideal client is? what's your process for that it's usually you know they um I always start with the consultation whether it's just going to be a consultation or whether we're going to go on and do additional services so usually you know if they're willing to um they have no problem with the fee for the consultation um usually they have young kids um young families busy young families are kind of the clients that um I work well with because I have young kids so I can relate to them um, I'm flexible with my time. I can go in the evenings or weekends because, you know, I have kids at home as well. So I know what a busy lifestyle looks like for that. And um, usually, you know, they invite you in, they want your feedback, they appreciate your advice. And yeah. um, the small things, just offering to take my coat when I come in, offering to get me water when we sit That's down. That's the worst when you, I like, I'm like, I'm going on an hour and a half here and I haven't even been offered something yeah. to drink. So those small things are are good um, reminders that this is going to work well. They they know how to treat a guest in their home, but also, I mean, then I'm, they're going to be guests in my business. So it, it works both ways. Yeah, totally. Um, that that's funny what you said because I've definitely noticed that people like when I've done consultations and I'm giving ideas, like the the clients that are like oh, I tried that or, um, no, like you can just tell, like, I want someone when I say an idea and then I I go, you know what, hold on, I'll show you on Pinterest. Like I'll try to find what I mean. And they're like, oh my God, I love it. I'm like, okay. People who are like really excited about all your ideas versus the people who are like, oh, well, I thought of that or I don't know, or, you know, it's just total red flag. This podcast is supported by Ultralux Linens. And guess what, guys? I got my new living room drapes. And of course, it was Ultralux Linens that made them. And they're absolute pure perfection. So I have never owned real drapes before. No, I've owned real drapes. I haven't owned custom drapes before. And so I really feel like I've made it. And I love them because they don't flare on the bottom, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't like a really bulky drape. And so when they arrived... 
They were perfectly accordion folded. Don't think that's the technical term for it, but they were perfect. And they went in and it's like it transformed my living room. They are made perfectly. The pleat is perfect. The length was perfect. Everything was amazing. And I've got more drapes coming in. It's like they're coming. They're coming fast and furious. I've got my bedroom and I've got my music nook and dining room next. So I'll keep you posted. But guys, they carry over 75 different fabric brands. And the great thing is it's all under one roof. You're going to get the exact same designer pricing you'd get if you went to all of these brands direct. You can tell them about new brands you're interested in in case they don't happen to have them. And she will absolutely try to get those for you. They have towels. You can pick the colors that you want. They have bed linens. You can get custom duvet covers made. Again, just pick any old fabric you want. Get exactly what you need. Bingo, bango. You are done. And there's so much more. They carry so many different things. It's incredible. If you are not already following them on Instagram, go to Ultralux Linens. Follow them. Let's give them a little love. Also go to ultraluxlinens.com. And if you are in the GTA and you are at the Toronto International Design Center, they are suite 202 on the second floor. So go check them out, guys. They're amazing. And what about you, Jen? What what was like, so how many years in business have you been doing this now? Um, I've been basically two years now with the Okay. So, yeah. Very similar then, yeah. Yeah. So So what's it been like for you? Yeah. So for me, basically, um, how I approach it is I really just like to do, again, that final design layer. So it's a little bit tricky that way. You really have to be on the same page with, um, style, obviously. So, you know, getting those Pinterest boards, getting some sort of idea on the direction you should be taking. Um, for me, the clients that I I've had a lot of clients that are repeat customers. So Mm -hmm. the trust is already there. Um, so for me, it's been quite easy just to, they trust me. So, you know, you do your kind of a brief presentation on the style you're thinking, you get on the same page, but I've been lucky enough just to be able to run with a lot of my final design ideas. There's a little bit of back and forth, you know, things like art are tricky. You want to make sure you're on the same page with that. Um, but I really like to just take the final design and just sort of implement it um, with a little bit of guidance and back and forth with the client. Um, I like to do the installation. I think that's a huge part of um, the design. Some clients, you know, they may want to handle that themselves, but I really do try and steer away from that because it's just not part of my process. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not getting the final look that you want and it's something that you want to have that final um, completed design there because you want to get the best pictures as you can for your portfolio. So, um, that's sort of been my process with it. Um, and then too, with the antiques, like I've been also incorporating that into the design as well. So I'm finding even opening up the booth, I'm getting those type of clients now and they want that sort of product to be implemented into their design, which is amazing for me because I just love those type of pieces. Like to me, those pieces are ones that they tell a story, you know, they have a history. It, it means something like if the pieces remain for, you know, a hundred years, you know, you're going to have it for a lot longer than just like a piece you're getting overseas. Yeah. Right. You want to have something that means something to you. So I just love working with um, the antiques in that way as well and putting that into clients' homes too. So, and that goes for the art pieces, like, you know, they have that beautiful patina, that beautiful, rich, warm color that you can only get from time, you know, and that's, 
again, if you look at my booth, that's the kind of feel. It's just that warm patina, just that beautiful sort of aged look. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I also, it's just nice because it's unique, right? Like even without all the other stuff, it's just like, it's not just another crate and barrel piece that your friends probably have if they wanted to. Right. Exactly. Um, And I'm curious, um, how long, Jen, your, how long is a typical, how many, what's your typical projects look like? Um, is it one room, multiple rooms, whole home? It depends on the project. Um, like this summer I have done, there was, um, one cottage that I completed and it was basically the main floor for that. So that was living room, kitchen, and all the bedrooms and the bathroom. So that was basically the work had been done. It was just decor. Yep. So in that case, it was one floor, but sometimes it could just be a living room. Yeah. Okay. And what, what does your typical time frame look like? Beginning to uh, end for, let's say you're doing one to three rooms. What's a, what do you typically tell people that'll take? Mm-hmm. Beginning to installation kind of thing. Right. Again, it depends on the client. I can, I'm pretty flexible. I kind of like, not a time crunch, but I, I do like working under pressure. So if they need something, you know, within a couple months, you know, it's basically finding pieces that are in stock as much as you can having pieces available that don't have to be ordered. So ideally though, I think my ideal projects would be about three to four months generally. Yeah, okay. For, That's for a good check on my end. Cause sometimes people are, do you find that people are shocked by that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They don't and understand that. You just have to explain the process. It's totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, and that's been a big thing for me is like, managing expectations and like just even just this is how long phase one takes which is to approve presentation so it's going to be like a month and a half before we're even like purchasing anything you know um and okay Melissa for you you do you typically do renovations yeah yeah I yeah. involved in the renovation side yeah and what what did you did what gave you the courage <laughs> to take on re- renovations where did you had you done a lot on your own at your own house Nope. You just went all in. I had refreshed mm-hmm. my kitchen. Um, so that involved painting cabinets, new backsplash, new pennants, hardware. Like those were refreshed. But as far as renovation, that first job was really my first um, experience with, with a big renovation like that. So it was a full basement gut. Um, it was a three season room that was added on the back of the house and it was exterior updates, new stone beams, entranceway, all of that kind of stuff. So, and were you like terrified? Um, it was a good learning experience. And I mean, obviously really good project, great photos after, um, budget obviously was very healthy for that. Um, and the contractor really helped guide me. He knew I was just starting out. So he was an open book Mm -hmm. with questions I had came to me, um, respected my advice right from the beginning. So that was, that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So was it the con- the contractor was the client's contractor that you worked with or? Yeah. Yeah. So they had worked with them for the main floor of their home, uh, the previous year and, uh, the contractor worked really well with them. So they wanted to use him for the second part of their renovation. So they called him back and wanted to give me the opportunity to, to work with them for the design side. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I just can't even with renovations. It's it's a whole different ball game <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And it's I mean, too much. Yeah. <laughs> on several projects since then together, and he refers me, and they I refer them. So it's it's been working out really well. That's great. Um, so how do you guys do your pricing? 
That is a good mm-hmm. question. It depends yeah. because we bring in, <laughs> we bring in pieces from so many different areas. So some of it is wholesale, just because we have to move product. Um, some of it is artisan made goods. Um, and some of it is custom pieces that um, even in the new year, we're looking at doing some signature um, products that have uh, that won't be able to be sold anywhere else. So it'll have our scent or our catch to it. Um, so it depends where it's coming from. You know, if it's in the States and there's duties and there's um, exchange, we have to factor that in. And that's actually been a big learning curve for us. There's been mm-hmm. some product we brought in. And when it was all said and done, we realized we're actually not making any profit. So yeah. we're being a little bit more aware of that mm-hmm. um, and looking for a good mix of, of products at various price points as well to uh, appeal to a wider range of, of customers. So actually, let's talk about the scent, because that is something that you, Jen, right? This is something mm-hmm. that you're doing. So tell yeah. us, Linen and Lore is featuring products products with their with your signature scent. Not yet. We will be. Soon. Soon. <laughs> I do have this scent, though. My mom, she's a very crafty lady, and she's into oils as well, essential oils. So I had mentioned to her when we, when Melissa and I had started um, thinking about how we were going to do our packaging, because we also wanted that to be very personal as well. An experience. An experience yeah. for the customer too. So I talked to my mom about actually making a signature scent and she was like, absolutely, let's try and do something. So we did come up with uh, a couple different scents and then I, I did bring them to Melissa and we decided on the one and it just sort of encompasses I don't know. It's it just like, if you think of linen and lore, it just has this really warm, um, cozy sort of rich scent um, without being too overpowering. We realize that people, you know, sometimes may be sensitive to that smells, but even making the scent, like my mom, she's skilled in realizing, okay, you have to have a top note, a base note, and like just these underlying That's notes so that over time, you know, the top note will fade. And so she- I don't has- even know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Like art, you it's know, like, you yeah, yeah. I'm talking about art. I get it. Uh, yeah. So basically the scent we've created, um, I do, I do all the packaging and the logistics for, um, orders going out. Um, yeah. so once I do, do my packaging, I spray a few spritzes of the spray that we've made into the order, into the package. And we've had some customers comment, like, what is that? Like what, what's going on here? So we didn't mention really anything about the scent note before. So it's been interesting that people have actually commented on Pick it and on noticed it. Yeah. it. Um, it's fun because so it's like a marketing tool too. It's like, wow. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 So That's with awesome. that, yeah. And so we're at, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually looking at um, getting candles made in the new year. So we've been speaking with a supplier who we just actually signed on with him for um, some candles that he's been producing. And he is interested and excited to actually work on doing a candle with our signature scent in the new year. So that's one of our plans as well. So, okay. Mm-hmm. You guys decide to start this shop. <laughs> you guys just start, like, do you do research on like, what do we do to start a shop? Like, do you, <laughs> doing, you know, like, how do you figure out the things that you need to figure out? <laughs> so I, had, yeah, I had some good connections because of my blog and design, um, year, year and a half experience before this, um, shops that I would always hit up. So I knew the owners, I knew, um, local small business owners and stuff. So before we even dove into it, um, I reached out to a bunch of them and just said, would you be willing to chat with me about owning a business? 
Sorry. Did you hear yeah. that? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, like what owning a business, a storefront originally uh, was yeah. kind of the question because that's what we were looking at. Um, so what aren't we aware of? What, you know, what strengths do we need to have? Maybe what um, skills do we need to go work on before we, we look at this? Um, some, so mm -hmm. there were some small businesses that were really open with us right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Sarah from Wales and Pryor in Stratford. Oh um, yeah. She's mm. been incredible. She sat down probably for over an hour and just shared everything about owning a business. Um, so that was amazing. She gave me yeah. some really good insight and stuff to be aware of. Um, so yeah, kind of using that research and then looking at what, what we wanted to do to be different, how we wanted to kind of make our mark in the community, um, as well as where the gaps were in other businesses that we were finding, um, because we don't feel like there was really a business in Kitchener-Waterloo that kind of was doing what we as designers were looking for. We were mm -hmm. looking for these personal products. We were looking for items that would make a statement in our clients' projects and in our own homes as well. Um, so having gone on the hunt for that for a long time, mm -hmm. I think we realized that, you know, we could fill this gap a little bit and, uh, and that's how we kind of selected items that we selected early on as well. Yeah. How long did you guys accumulate? Is that the right word? Like curate, collect, purchase, procure the things that you would like, do you guys have like only a select amount of stuff on your shop showing at any given time? And then you're like, then there's more stuff that you move in, like, because obviously if everything goes, you need to be like, well, sorry guys, there's nothing to sell right now. Hold yeah. on. I got to go yeah. find some more stuff. So what, how does that work? Yeah. So we started purchasing, really looking at items in July, I believe. So we've been every, every couple of weeks we're ordering more items. So, but again, keeping in mind, you know, what's selling, what's not just already sort of trying to keep that balance there. Um, so now is the time to be looking at the spring summer market. So now we're starting to look for that. I think the products we have right now, we have a good base product right now, but we will, you know, every couple of weeks be bringing in little items um, into stock, but we'll be purchasing basically for spring, summer coming up in the next like, month or so. Mm -hmm. And that'll be a big order for that too. So it's a lot okay. of that way. That's then, been alerted. Yeah. Because yeah, we've been I playing bet. a little bit of catch up yeah. with Christmas just for when we launched and realizing, you know, order times and, you know, making sure things were in stock for people to order in time for Christmas and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a lot to be learned in the retail side for sure. Mm -hmm. And do you guys have like an, an inventory system of like, this is my item? scan I don't know tag I don't like is there like an in and out situation that you're mon using like to monitor what goes in and out Shopify yeah we're just <laughs> oh, so Shopify kind of does that yeah. our website oh, because yeah. you can like say this is how many are in inventory yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh yeah it's pretty user-friendly it's been a really good platform yeah, that we has decided been. to go with yep so yeah we're very pleased with that yeah so what is what is the best advice that you got before starting your shop there's kind of I think two things one was sell what you are attracted to don't try and follow the trends don't okay. try you know go with the theme of the year with you know whatever holiday theme is this year or whatever buy what you love because whatever you love you're going to be passionate about and be able to sell really well and obviously I mean as designers I think we have good eyes so if there's items that we like, um, there's a good chance other people are going to like them too. 
So that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one was, it's, it's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> and I think we underestimated that you really have to go all in. And mm-hmm. I think had we had a storefront, that would have been even more apparent. Um, mm. Just to, you know, be there, be the face of the company. You know, um, Sarah let me know that when she, the days she was in the store are the best sales days. So, you know, she can bring her presence. She can sell the product. She makes those connections with the customers and stuff. So that's something we're trying to figure out how to do that virtually, uh, build those relationships online with our clients, mm-hmm. um, bring in personal touches when we can, and just kind of keep growing and get feedback mm-hmm. and change and pivot and um, and be open to to whatever's thrown at us. Yeah. And trusting your gut too, even with what we're selecting, you know, again, it's like, you know what you like, you have a curated look. It's like, it may not be for everybody, but people are going to expect that look from you. They're going to say, oh, that looks like a linen and lore thing. And then, you know, it's just creating that curated look that people come to know and and like, you know, that's important for us too. I really like that advice, even in general as a designer, Mm because sometimes I don't trust my gut and I'm like, I have to remind myself like, doesn't matter if like other people are doing this or like, you know, just if you like it, like yeah. this is how your own signature look. Exactly. is a thing. DOS is short for designers on social summit. And it's an annual online summit that just brings together over 20 design influencers and social media experts to provide trainings and masterclasses for designers, decorators, stagers, and creatives to essentially learn best business and marketing growth practices. I love it. And how many how many um, speakers do you have this year? This year we'll have between 20 and 30. Yeah. That's awesome. And guess who's part of that? This girl. <laughs> I'm talking about how authenticity can grow your business and your confidence. So I'm really excited about that and sharing some of my experiences and um for me, it was really focusing on, you know, authenticity is, it's such a buzzword right now, but it's people often think of it more as like, it's what you do on social media and in your marketing. But authenticity to me is, you know, very holistic and, you know, 360 with your business. It's, it's every touch point, whether it's your processes or, you know, the people you work with, the, you know, your, your niche and so I'm, I'm sharing a lot about that. But so when is this, like, what can people do to register for this? Where do they go and when is it happening? Well, uh, DOS 2021 will be a live three-day event and is open for registrations in December of 2020. When did we, when did you say the summit is actually taking place? January 27th to the 29th, which is from Wednesday through Friday. Where can they go uh, to start seeing what's going on with uh, Designers on Social Summit? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is uh, designersonsocialsummit.com. And currently, if you were to go there uh, before, I guess, the first week of December, or even the second week of December, you might be looking at 2019. Um, but uh, the, lo- the website should be live for, for the new lineup um, as of uh, the first and second week of December. You guys also both have kids, I think. Just me. Okay. I have a dog child. (laughs) She's a lot of work too. She's very needy. (laughs) Um, Has it been difficult to balance the the shop with your businesses? Like, 
Yeah, I think it's taken more time than, well, more time than I thought for sure. Um, going into it, you know, just realizing how much time and balancing it with design projects. And I mean, my, yeah. my business has just picked up a few more projects. So just kind of finding the fine balance between personal and the different businesses. And when COVID throws things at you with yeah. kids with runny nose and they have to stay home and, you know, just being flexible, I mm-hmm. think is, uh, is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for all the time spent too, though, like I know for me personally, it's if I'm doing something I love, yeah, and I enjoy. I mean, you're not going to enjoy every aspect of it, but it's getting you to that final goal. You're going to be excited. Like I'm excited to wake up in the morning, even though I know I have like 10, 12 hours of work to do. It's like I know it's for the and better, like the betterment of me, and it's something I'm enjoying. So for me, I'm more than willing to put the work in and put the time in for it because um, I like what's happening here. Like I, I love the look we've curated and and what we have um as our sort of like our products and what our end goal is for that so it's um it's keeping me sort of going when I feel like oh my gosh what have we gotten ourselves into yeah. here but it's it's worth it it's worth it and yeah. yeah I think we work really well together as well we do. I don't think we really knew kind of the different we kind of had an outline of what the roles might look like between yeah. the two of us but as time has gone on we've really fallen into you know, these are your strengths and these are my strengths. And we're on the phone probably mm-hmm. three or four times a day, just checking in or can you do this? And um, yeah. so that's been really helpful. But it was being honest about our strengths and our weaknesses yeah. too. Like we were both willing to say, you know, I suck at this. Like, and then Melissa would be like, oh, you know, I actually, I'm okay at that. I don't mind it and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. So we really did have a good plan laid out. Like we had a business plan laid out. We, you know, talked in depth about, you know, what we would like to do, what we feel we could handle. So we really did plan that out quite well, I think, at the beginning, which was key. That was a good uh, blueprint for us, for sure. Setting the groundwork for how we were going to move forward with everything. So, yeah, that's worked out quite well. And just the communication, you know, as well. Like, as Melissa said, we are on the phone three, four times a day. Just, you know, we do trust each other, too. You know, we trust... Again, our design styles are very similar too. So if there's something Melissa's looking at and I briefly look at it, say, yeah, go for it. You know, whatever you feel, you know, it's a key too to have the trust with your partner in that too. So, yeah. Yeah. And what, what you said that, you know, it's a lot more time than you thought it might be. What, what is the part of Linen and Laura that eats up the most time or is it just kind of all the things? Hmm. Well, I think for like, I manage a lot of the social media and marketing kind of side of things. So, I mean, I was doing that for my own business. So I kind of knew what that involved, but when you're putting out product and stuff, um, it's a lot more. <laughs> you oh want yeah, to I can imagine. Sell a product. Um, and so that's, and just responding to, you know, clients questions or messages or engaging again with people trying to get new clients and um so that's been a lot of time and then just even figuring out how to get the product into our website and monitor the um quantity and how to describe it um yeah the running low or the logistics of the logistics that's, i find that's quite tricky too and even just packaging the items too. i was just gonna say that it's funny because like you know we ordered a certain amount of boxes certain sizes but then you know someone's ordering um you know, some botanicals and they're like three feet long and you're like, okay, well, I don't have a box for this. Like, <laughs> you know, just finding things like that out along the way and just packaging itself takes a long time. You know, 
we have a great client out in Winnipeg. She's, she's amazing. She's like, she supports us so well. And she's just been a great uh, client for us. Um, you know, she's been purchasing mirrors and art and it's just like, okay, like, please let this get here safely. You know, you got to make sure you're packaging everything well and uh, making sure um, it's all looking great by the time it arrives. So that's all time as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about that now. It feels like I'd be like, oh God, every time one sends, you're like, please yeah. don't get an email oh, saying that I say a little prayer every time. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. that's a lot, which is like, yeah. you have to really make sure that you're making the right amount of money because if you do have to eat the cost of something. Well, those things add up, like wow. your packaging. We've got, you know, we yeah. have our custom, we have our custom, um, wrap, our custom tissue, tissue paper, paper as well, which is right? so cute, yeah. You know? And all the little details, which we love, and we're obviously going to keep them going, but like, you know, the custom stickers and everything, yeah. that's all of our luck, like th- those, but those things add up and yeah. you have to think about those things as well. So Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And, but what's been the most like what's been the most incredible part, like, you know, feeling of accomplishment or whatever, what, what's been the most exciting part of, aside from the launch, obviously that was exciting. Obviously. But what's been the best part so far? The feedback, you know, there's been a lot of clients when they get their purchases, you know, they're messaging us right away saying, oh my gosh, like we just love everything about this from the packaging to like present the presentation to the actual product itself. Like the care, they can realize the care that's taken and the thoughtfulness that's taken into the order Mm -hmm. and the items themselves. Like, you know, we really love to curate a certain look and um, I think the clients appreciate that too. So just, you know, hearing the feedback from clients saying they love what we're doing, um, their lifelong clients, you know, that's amazing. That's what we want to hear. That's our, that's our goal. And I've really so, enjoyed, um, as well as that, um, kind of getting to know some of the vendors, especially mm-hmm. the Canadian and local ones that we've come to carry, mm-hmm. um, hearing their background story, why they've begun work on what they're doing and the passion that they have into the product um, is just incredible. Some of the stories, I mean, we just started carrying these jams from a lady out in Alberta and besides tasting absolutely mm-hmm. delicious, her backstory um, is incredible. She's, uh, you know, recovering addict. And um, this is just something she used to kind of pull herself out of that. And she's just trying to put in this like worth into people and she pours that into her product. So stuff like that, when you hear about people's story and why mm-hmm. they're making or doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, you want to get awesome. that into everybody's home. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel about art. Like I, I grew up, like my father's a professional artist. So I always want to support artists because like some artists, like this is how they feed their families. Right. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. being able to support local artisans um, is such an incredible thing. And I think that's so awesome that you're both part of that and able to support that for obviously for Canadians, it's not even just local, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, ladies, is there anything else you want to tell or share that we didn't talk about with regards to Linen and Lore, which is like your branding's beautiful, the packaging of anything I've received, that initial package that you sent was, I loved it all so much. It was so cute. I was thinking too, like, it's such a great way, like to gift for your clients too, like your design business clients, right? Which is exactly that's what I'm planning to do for the holidays, which is so good because it's like, 
Yeah. It's like, you're getting it from your own inventory. It's marketing for your business and it's so like curated and it's, that's so awesome. Um, so yeah, is there anything else you guys wanted to share any upcoming things? I know that there's the new like candles and scents that are happening. What Mm -hmm. else do we got? We have, well, uh, we have some new gift packages we put together, um, on our website. So you can check that out. Uh, we will be announcing the pop-up location, Um, so that is going to be on Saturday, December 12th. Um, if this airs before then it's going to be in Waterloo and the details will be on our website and our Instagram. Um, we also want to offer a discount for anyone listening today for their first purchase. That's so nice. I'm going to make this air next Wednesday so that it is great. That would be great. Yeah. So they can use discount code thank you at checkout and get 15% off their first purchase. I love it. And is there a section that says anything about notes? Because if anybody goes there from listening to my podcast, do me a favor, do me a solid and say (laughs) where you heard from these ladies. Because I want to make sure that I want to know that, uh, yeah, I want to make sure you feel good about like having taken the time to come here and, and talk to me today. Um, ladies, I so appreciate it. I'm so like, it's so inspiring. You've been doing like, you've been in business for two years. Like, I just feel like I'm putting myself in your shoes. I'd be like pinching myself going like, how did I, how is this? How did I get here? Like, how am I doing this? Like, did you ever have aspirations to like, you know, 10 years ago to have a shop? Was this a thing that you had? Ever- I've always wanted to have a shop. Yeah. That yeah. was always the end goal. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations <laughs> on making it happen. It's so funny. You're talking about, I'd be pinching myself and I'm thinking, I'm so busy. I can't even think to pinch myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <now>. yeah. <laughs> amazing. yeah. That's amazing though. The fact that you had this goal and you've like yeah. made it happen for yourself. That's yeah. so incredible. Yeah. And I, and what about you, Melissa? Had you, had this been a goal for you? Like, is this just like, how did I get here? What's going on right now? I think the idea of a studio, I mean, having an art background, uh, I was dreaming of a studio space and then promoting other local artisans has been a really, um, passionate, um, point for me. So Mm -hmm. just kind of, yeah, being able to bring both of our dreams together has Mm -hmm. been incredible and, uh, finding someone that you work so well with together has been awesome. And, Mm -hmm. and yeah. I find it like I've talked to a lot of like partnerships, like whether like designer, mostly like design firm partnerships. And I, and it's the same with you two. I find it really interesting that it seems like somewhere along the way, you just like meet somebody and it's like, it's, it's like not even a spoken thing. It's just all of a sudden things just fall into place Mm -hmm. and you're partnered with each other. And it just, it's like, it's like soulmates, like business soulmates. It's so interesting to me. So crazy story to add to that. She actually oh. lives in the house that my husband was born in. What? She found this out after. After we started. The yeah. <laughs> so talk about a small world. It is. Yeah. What? Crazy. I know. I know. Signs. Yeah. That's so, so crazy. So Everything has really just aligned for this. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Even like, you know, the fact that you looked at that shop, but then it didn't happen, which yeah. you know, maybe it was like a not now thing, which is probably yeah. maybe for yeah. the best, but then all of a sudden now yeah. you're like doing a pop-up in the yeah. like, and I feel like that is a great contact and it's just like, not to say it grossly, that sounds so gross. Like it's just such a great contact, but like, I feel like it's just 
I don't know. I, I love it so much. And I just think it's, it's very interesting. I, I don't understand this idea because I think I'm a control freak, but I'm like fascinated because I, like I hired an assistant and even just having an assistant to, to like share things in, like, I'm like text her, like we signed a new client, you know, like, you know, cause the COVID thing happened and like, we're in like gray, yeah. like the gray yeah. thing here. And so it's like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if projects aren't moving forward, but it's like a new contract, right? It's not happening until the new year, but um, you know, it's, this is great for us because it's just, I feel like there's a, an element of like, when you have a partner, you can be, there's a little bit more, you, you can have each other to help each other be courageous and like take steps and like move forward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, celebrate together together and it's because it's in you know like our partners husbands whatever are happy but like it's it's they're happy but sometimes maybe also it's like I've only I'm I don't need to hear about this every day but now this like this is both such an equal like all-in situation that it's it's so awesome Mm -hmm. I'm very inspired by it so tell everybody okay first start by telling everybody where they can find you like for your um, individual businesses and then obviously where they can follow you for linen and lore. Sure. So, um, my business is Harbor Mill Design. You can find me on Instagram at Harbor Mill Design. My website is www.harbormilldesign.ca and a new website probably being launched next week. And, uh, and Jan. yeah, and for me, so I'm just on Instagram right now. I've taken down my website temporarily. I'm just going to be revamping it, but the Instagram is the feathered nest underscore. And then if you're ever in St. Jacobs and you want to take a trip to the St. Jacobs antique market, I'm booth 55 there. I fully end plan as soon as COVID stops being a thing on. I've I've never been to the St. Jacobs Antique. Oh, you love it. So yeah. I'm very excited. That's, I wrote it down. I'm putting it in my like list of to-dos for when COVID stops being a problem. Okay. And then Linen and Lore. Yeah. So on Instagram at Linen and Lore Home. And our website is www.linenandlorehome.com. That was all a lot of things to share, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, I, yeah. What did I buy? I bought like, um, this, like, oh, well, I bought two little, like one box, which I have since like sold to, yeah, to somebody who will appreciate it even more than I already did. Um, but I, I, I bought the little like gold box, which I'm excited. I'm probably, I'm not, any, I'm not sure I'm ever going to sell that. I think I'm going to keep I it. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. It must be so hard. Oh my goodness. You have no idea. <laughs> We're like crying some days. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> how do you decide what's like, what, what pieces do you have? Or is it just like, no, it all can go. Or is there some that you're like, no, nah, I can't. I want to keep this for my home or a project that's more meaningful or photo shoots or whatever. Yeah. You just there have? Have been, yeah. There have been items that we've been like, okay, I need this for my client. So we understand that we just take it right out. But, um, you know, there are a couple pieces that, you know, have sold where I'm just like, oh, that hurt. Like, oh, I man. Because I want it, but you just have to be, okay, in the back of your head, like, this is for the business. Yeah. You know, this is for our end game here. So we need to sell it. So, and when we're hunting yeah. for pieces, if there's pieces we absolutely love, they don't go on the shop and just come home yeah. with us. So it's, <laughs> it's a win win. So funny. I have a bunch of inventory in my basement that's like, yeah. some were just rejects that now I'm like, I had to actually donate it because I'm like, this is so old, a reject that 
Like, I don't even like it anymore. It's just terrible. But I'm just like building. But I also, I got like a really beautiful pillow cover, which I really love. And I'm ex- I'm probably just going to keep that for myself too. Um, but yeah, you guys have such beautiful inventory. Obviously, you already know that. And I'm just so excited for you. And I wish you all of the best. Tag me in anything that you, like if you if you think of it. Um, if you put something on your stories, tag me. And I, I'll share it on my, on my Instagram too. Because I do have some some people in the GTA. Yeah, no, that's great. We appreciate the time <laughs> with you today for sure. That means a lot. And I was really happy to hear you're going to be together because I don't pay for Zoom. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I was going to do because it's like, I, don't, I was like, Ugh. there's only been a few times where I've had people that were not in the same room, but it turned out that they were going to be together. So I was like, ah, yeah. dodged a bullet there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, ladies, have an awesome weekend. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Thank you. Cheers, Bye. Thank you again to Melissa and Jen for chatting with me and sharing that amazingly inspirational story. I I'm, I gotta say, I'm wildly inspired and in all of what you've done. I mean, it's only been two years and I feel like, I feel like I need to get my butt in gear. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please, of course, leave a review. Five star would be amazing. Um, and I'm going to be reading any, any new reviews on the podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, you can go to my Facebook group at, uh, real time, that's not true. Real Talk with Michelle Bennett and, um, sorry, Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett. It's been a minute. Um, and also if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, go to michellebennett.com slash real talk. And before I let you go, I want to remind you again that in January on January, what is it here? January 13th, 14th, and 15th of 2021, uh, Katie Gutierrez and Ruben Gutierrez are hosting another three-day immersion, the biographical design. And it's, again, going to be an incredible three days. I promise you that. Um, I did mine, as you know, in May of this year. And they're going to be talking about how to define your differentiator, which has been, again, revolutionary over here, unlocking your strengths, understanding your mindset, shedding your limiting beliefs, beliefs. And this guy, it's a real kicker, mastering the sales pitch and messaging. I somehow have, you know, after the three days and now working with Katie, I feel like I have somehow become good at sales. And that is just not something I ever thought I would be. And I think it turns out that to be good at sales, is really just about planning and knowing what you're going to say. And uh, I never did that up until recently. So thanks again to Katie for her amazing help with that. And lastly, she's going to help define your signature process, which I'm also happy to say, I have got a lot to share with you guys about my differentiator, my sales pitch and pricing and my signature process. So guys, check it out. If you want to learn more, go to biographicaldesign.com. If you're not sure if it's a good fit, make sure you schedule a 45-minute complimentary coaching call with Katie. Um, she's incredible. I'm sure you'll know, you'll feel that too, but she'll be obviously helpful, help you with any questions you might have, and you can see if it's a good fit for you. So that's all I got for you guys this week. Thanks so much. Bye.